0: Welcome to Kingdom Life Church VA Podcast, where we are advancing God's kingdom one life at a time. We pray that wherever you're listening from, that this will encourage, equip, and empower you to also advance the kingdom of God. Here's this week's message.
1: Amen. Amen. Y'all may be seated in the house of the Lord. Glory to God. He is awesome. He is awesome. And there's nothing like him. We they, they, they prayed that all the other names, let all of them fade away. Let them all fade away until there's no other name but his. That should be what we're looking for. So woo, okay. This is the fourth week of October. Isn't that crazy? We're in the 10th month of the year 2023, and 2023 is almost done, like almost over. And in this Christian world, this is the month, as you know, um, that we celebrate, Pastor. Um, Pastors Appreciation Month, and we celebrate our pastors, and we get the opportunity to give honor where honor is due, right? So, and I know I asked y'all to sit down, but let's just, let's think this for a moment. These are the two people who, when um, John on the island of Patmos was talking about the different churches, he called them angels. So these are our two angels of Kingdom Life Church. Now, if we were in the courtroom, when the judge walks in, everybody rises. Even when the judge walk out, you still get up out your chair. I mean, you think I'm thinking to myself, I didn't, I didn't get up for you already. Just because you got to get up and leave, why well, I got to get up again? Right? <laughs> All right. But that is the position that they hold in the courtroom. So I'm gonna ask you, as they are staying seated, if you would rise to your feet. Because how much more for the ones who are praying for us daily, calling out our name, as Jade said, daily are the watchman and woman of our soul. Look, diligently trying to keep our souls out of hell. Do you hear me? Diligently trying to keep our souls out of hell. No, getting us to heaven with rewards. We're not just stepping into heaven. We're stepping into heaven with rewards because of them. They are truly a blessing to the body of Christ, not just to us we just get to have them on on Sundays and Wednesdays and anytime we're in their company, but they're a blessing to the body of Christ. And look and it's okay to love up on your pastors and encourage their heart okay? Don't think it's not okay. it's okay. so before you take your seat, bless them one more time please. <clears throat> Glory to God. Glory to God. All right. All right. Now, I mentioned to you earlier that this is October, and, um, you know, we've been feeding really, really, really good in this month of October. So I'm going to do a little small recap for you. So Pastor AJ, it started October ending his message on it's later than you think. Right? Is anybody still feasting on that right now? Like, I, Right. Amen. Amen. Let's I know that's right. Right? It is later than you think. And if you are paying attention to anything on the news and looking at the Middle East, we now know, if you did not know before, that time is either winding up or winding down. You choose which one you want to call it because the triumphant king is on return. Do you hear me? He's coming for his bride. He's coming for his bride. He's coming for the ecclesia, the called out ones. He's coming for his church. He's coming for the people that he says the people who are called by my name, who have humbled themselves, the people who have accepted his son Jesus Christ as their savior. He's coming for us. You need to be ready. Now, if you even saw after um, it's later than you think, coffee and conversation. Passage two fridays of if my people if my people are called by my name he did two fridays i'm just saying to y'all that's like the meeting after the meeting like you know we met for it's later than you think and then he kind of held another meeting after the meeting i'm here to say y'all have been duly warned that's all say law, y'all have been duly warned amen amen now elder d came in all of her transparency oh my goodness (laughs) with life happens right that's how she bring this word. And in essence, she told all of us that it is time for you to get this word in you and stop living like, let me let me, let me say it again. She, she came to tell ourselves to get this word in us and start living it because life happens to all of us. It just does. It just does. It rains on the just and the unjust. The sun rises on the good and it rises on the evil. She mentioned that two times she almost died of a heat stroke. And on that second time, she was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to church tomorrow and rededicate my life to Christ. And she almost didn't see tomorrow. Do you hear me? I mean, like, she literally, they will won't—they was talking over her and saying she's not going to make it. She is hearing them. She's not going to make it. She's not going to make it. God spared her life so that she could get her life. Yes, amen to that. That's right. God spared her life, but she almost didn't have a tomorrow. Don't, don't do that. Do not. Think that tomorrow is promised. We are living for today. We talk about all the time. You do not know what will happen tomorrow, for it is your for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Now we believe in God for the 120. Anybody in the 120 club with me? Right. I'm believing God for the 120, and I am gonna to continue to work and serve. But I also need to make sure my heart is prepared that if he cracked this guy why I am up here talking, that all of us clothes are going to be let right here and we're going to be gone. Do y'all hear me? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Because you can't take for granted that the next Sunday that, it will, that you're going to be here on this side of heaven and that you don't wake up in a desolate place where there is gnashing of teeth. Have y'all read this part in the Bible? Where there is gnashing of teeth. And that you don't even hear the 24 elders crying, holy, holy, holy. See, you don't want to be in the gnashing of teeth place. You want to be where you are hearing, holy, 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 God almighty. Do not let this time pass you by. Now, Pastor Tina even gave us some information on how to get there. Right. Because she was like, we got to get something straight. I called her the doctor of detox is what I called (laughs) the doctor detox because she bought a spiritual enema and got our soul detox. Amen. Is that what happened? That's exactly right. Her goal was to encourage us believers to remove those things from our lives that are contaminating us so we can be all that God has created us to be. Now, I have some questions. They're all rhetorical, but I need you to to think this through. And if any of these questions are like no, then y'all know, and I'm hoping it's yes, because y'all was at the altar earlier. But here we go. So, did you rid your spirit from unhealthy toxins and unhealthy substances? This is rhetoric. Are you walking in forgiveness? No longer easily angered. Did you get that foul, reckless mouth under control? You know, all that fussing and cussing. Did you get it under control? Are you no longer walking in bitterness and offense? Like offended about everything. You're no longer doing that. That's not who you are anymore. You've been detoxed. Are you celebrating now because there's been a detox, your brothers and your sisters in their highs and encouraging them and crying if necessary in their lows? Because you'll be able to do that when your soul is detoxed. Did you detox your soul over those last two weeks? And I pray that it was a resounding yes. I have noticed in my life after listening to those messages that I have been able to not be easily angered. Handling things a little better. You know, marriage is real interesting, right? So, you know, you have to be able to handle things in a certain way. And I've noticed that all these, there's a love and a peace and a harmony and a joy that's operating in my life today because of the soul detox that I chose. Because it's a choice, y'all. You can, cho- you can choose to take this spiritual enema or you can keep it on the shelf. Okay? It's a choice. Choose to detox your soul so that you'll be where God is calling you to be. He wants to be with you. Amen? Now, because of this delectable word, because you know it is so good. This word is so good. It says taste and see, right? Because of this delectable word, we have consumed because we at Kingdom Life eat really, really good. All of us should not be the same person that we were in September. We should not. There should have been a shift. And Pastor Tina talked about this too. There should have been a shift in your mind. There should have been a shift in your will. You now are doing the will of God, not your will, right? There should have been a shift in your imagination, okay? Okay. There should have been a shift in your emotions. You're not popping off all the time. There should have been a shift in your emotions and in your intellect. Look, that is evident because of that detox. And it took place even when life happens. Even when life happens, you would not react the same because your heart is right before God. And this would be a key to your final destination because believe me, as our pastor has shared, It is definitely later than we think. Amen? That's my recap regarding everyone's matches on this month. Now, shout honor. Honor. Shout it like you mean it. Oh, okay. Great. Right. Okay. So I'm doing give honor where honor is due. And the body of Christ, we come from all different walks of life, all different churches, all different places. And everyone may not necessarily know how to give honor where honor is due. And that is it in a nutshell. We may not know, and it's nothing to be ashamed of. You don't have to be reluctant about it, but we're going to go over it today and we're going to see how we're going to do this Look, over the next two Sundays, which is great because this is how we're going to learn how to not just honor God, but we're going to learn how to honor our pastors and make it a lifestyle, right? Because that's what we want. We want this to be a lifestyle. So believe it or not, I started teaching this lesson already. It started a while ago, right? I honored the, mes- the messengers that ministered the last weeks of October, um, sharing a brief synopsis of the messages, giving honor to them and what God had them share with us. And then I asked y'all to stand to exalt our God, our creator, as well as our pastors, and y'all did really good, so check y'all got an A for the first half of the message, amen? All right, great. Now, I pray you have had an opportunity to participate also in the last few weeks. Jay talked about how we have set up a few things for us to do as we honor our pastors, like there are um, um, envelopes, in the vestibule with a pretty beautiful picture of both of them where you can get an envelope, give sentiments regarding how much you care about them. Like all of y'all didn't get a chance to come up and share your, your love for them like we've been able to. So feel free to and feel free to share and give your tangible gift to them in that envelope. That's one way we've had you to celebrate our pastors. On last week, we asked everyone if you have a picture of them, take, a pic, take your picture of them and post it on social media. Flood social media and let them know that you got the best pastors on the planet. That's what we asked y'all to do on last Sunday. So you've had an opportunity to do this, and you're gonna have another opportunity. Jade shared that you will have an opportunity on the fifth Sunday, and it's the big Sunday. Said we're gonna bless their socks off. Jay told me in the back, she's gonna bless their socks off and a toenail polish. I said, Pastor AJ got toenail polish. On? Right, right. So <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, Jay. Right, so we're gonna bless them. On next Sunday, tangibly, and when I say tangibly, I'm going to use the M word, with money. Okay, great. I just want y'all to be clear, and then it won't be no, oh, I thought we was giving them a gift card. No. Elsa Dale said money. Yes, money. And I'm not scared to say it. Do you hear me? And they don't, look, and they're not asking for it, and they don't need it. It's for you. It's for me. It's so that we will be blessed. We're blessing them, but we're going to be blessed. And I remember I preached on, are you a seed sower? Remember how good? Remember that? Cause that's whoever was sowing seed was being blessed phenomenally. I am not missing my blessing. We will be blessing them all month. This message is on honor, remember? We're on honor, right? Okay, great. I just want to make sure you all in the house with me because we're going to celebrate them and give honor where honor is due. All righty, here we are. My objective on today is to solidify for you, the believer, how to honor, listen, wholeheartedly so that it will become a lifestyle. My prayer is that it will spill over into every area of your life because honor will be a joy and not a burden. I don't want you to think that when you're honoring somebody, anybody, when you're honoring anybody in any way, that it is a burden. It should be a joy. We're cheerful givers in the house of the Lord. Amen? Amen. So a definition of honor for all of my note takers. It is to regard or treat someone with admiration and respect. It is to give special recognition to, to present honor on, or to bestow. Now some of the synonyms are hold in great respect, which we do, hold in high esteem, have a high regard for, to admire, look up to, think highly of, appreciate, value. Those should be all the adjectives that you are thinking in your head when you are thinking about your pastors. Because you are thinking about them as it relates to who God has put in our lives. Do you hear me? This is not, I know I tell you, all it's so not about them. I know we make it about them, but it's not about them, and I need you to understand that. So, look, one fun fact about honor, you know, I like to do fun facts. Remember I told y'all a while ago that it was 8,810 promises in the Bible that all of us are supposed to have that we got to get? Okay, great. Well, did y'all know that it was 355 times that honor is in the Bible? 355, which means we should be doing this. There's 239 in the Old Testament and then 116 in the New Testament. And I just thought that was such a fun fact because honor is important to God. And it's important for us to get. 1 Peter 2 and 17 in the American Standard Version. I know y'all be like, is she going to say a scripture or not? Okay. It says, honor everyone. Honor everyone. Everyone, love the brothers and the sisters, fear God or honor God, and honor the king. So let's look at some ways to honor the Lord. We're going to look at three ways to honor the Lord today Uh, mouth, word, deeds, action, and worship. Okay? So let's go to Psalms 34, 1 through 4, in the New King James. So, yeah, so this says, isn't this good? I I always say, this is my favorite verse, but, uh, but. You're going to hear me say, that's my favorite verse, but most of them are my favorite verse. So here we go. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul, did you hear that? My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it. And be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. That's what happens when you use your mouth. When we honor God with our mouth and with praiseworthy words, there are benefits. Did you see in verse four? He said, "As I praised, as I blessed, as I boasted in Him, telling of His greatness, and prayed, He answered and delivered me from all my fears." Honoring God with your mouth will free you from all your fears. What are you in fear of on today? What are you in fear of on today? Pastor Tina said that on last Sunday that fear was false evidence appearing real. And that a soul detox would rid you from that fear. Honoring the Lord with your words and praising him out of your mouth will help you with detoxing that soul and being delivered from those fears. Can we take a praise break? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to bless the Lord at all times. And his praise is going to continually Be in our mouths. Now, you know, like I know, it is good to honor the Lord with your mouth and godly words, but it is your heart that he's after. He literally is after your heart. There's no honor if there's no love or no reverence for him in your heart. There's none. You can fake that is what you'll be doing. I'm going to get to that too. It's all a matter of the heart by sharing the love of God, leading people to accept Christ into their heart and discipling them. Just don't drop them off like palop. Let's not do that. Discipling them so Jesus can change their heart. This will change their entire life. My life was changed entirely the moment I accepted him. And then when I was discipled by him, I saw more and more of the old saddle being put away and the new Sedale showing up. And that is how I got here today. I got here today. Step I wanted to. Husband or not. It didn't matter. You hear me? This woman. That woman. That woman who, who was more like the guy in the relationship. Like I could, I could have sex with you and then be done with you and never talk to you again. Because I didn't care about you like that. God used that woman. Do you hear me? To be in a pulpit. To minister his word. Because someone took the time to share with me God, Jesus Christ, and who Holy Spirit is. And I let it change my life forever. My husband has been the only man I've been with since the day I got saved. Do y'all hear me? And that is a miracle all by itself. So don't tell me God can't change you. Because he can. And I'm living proof that he can. It's all he ever wanted from the beginning was a heart. From the moment he created Adam for fellowship so he could walk with him and talk with him. He said, look, in the cool of the day, it was relational. It was father to son. It was heart to heart. That's the gospel. God loves you. Jesus died for you. They want to spend eternity with you in heaven. It's a heart-to-heart. That's what he wants, and that's how we're going to learn to honor. Amen? Isaiah 29 and 13 says, this is what I was talking about, why is your heart? These people come near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is based on merely human rules that they have been taught. I ask you, please do not let your honor of the Lord be for the sake of tradition. You're checking off a box, making the word of God void and non-effect in your life. Because think about it, Matthew 15, 17, he called the Pharisees hypocrites for that very thing. Because they was, oh, they was talking real good. But their hearts were far from him and they was living absolutely nothing. And then he even quoted in Matthew 15 and 8, he went back and quoted it and said, You know what? Your honor is predicated on that. Your honor, he told, he, like, not only did Isaiah say it, but Jesus came back and said it to them. So your honor is predicated on your relationship and your heart belonging to and following the one that you are honoring. Now, you need to keep that in mind because if not, you'll be considered a hypocrite. And I am more than positive that nobody in the, under the sound of my voice wants to, want Jesus to even consider them a hypocrite. And those were Jesus' words. They were not mine. Amen? We're going to honor him with our whole heart. Did I said that was my objective. Wholeheartedly learn how to honor. Because when you do, it will spill in every area of your life. All right, let's go to our deeds and our actions. Colossians 3 and 17. And whatever you do, In word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Him who is Jesus. Now, in the Passion Translation, it says it like this. Let every activity of your lives and every word that comes from your lips. I'm going to say it again. Let every activity of your lives. What activity? You know, drinking your coffee, driving your car, making groceries. What else? Uh, change your baby diaper, going to school, going to work. Let every activity of your lives and every word that comes from your lips, every word. Because remember, we're going to be, uh, he says that he's going to judge us on every every word that comes out of our mouth. Yeah, I know, I know, right. Every word that comes out of our mouth. Drenched, let me go back, let every activity of your lives and every word that comes from your lips be drenched with the beauty of the Lord Jesus, the anointed one, and bring your constant, And I say we're going to praise him continually? Your constant praise to God, the Father, because of what Christ, look, has done for us. He's done it for us. This is why, this is why this should be so easy in our lives. So we're going to look at some young men who did this, who gave honor where honor was due, and they did this in word and they did this in deed at the same time. We're going to go to Daniel in just a few minutes, and I'm not going to read all of Daniel when we talk about um, um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But I am going to give you a, a little synopsis, and then we're going to get to Daniel three. So we notice King Nebuchadnezzar, this dude, built a nine look a gold nine foot statue. And it was nine feet wide. Who does that? Right? That's got some, that's some arrogance, I tell you. But he built this, this huge statue. And he said, every time y'all hear the sound of the harps and they play this music for him, y'all got to bow down. And he said, everybody, look, it was in every province. Like, all, every province had to bow down. And he told, the, he told the, the leaders, like all the military guys, the judges, treasurer's officers, he said, every provincial, every provincial office, official needs to assemble and make sure that you tell everybody, all y'all, your mama, your daddy, everybody, bow down when y'all hear this. So then they told it and all them bow down. And then they found out that the Jews, the chosen people, right, was like, I'm not doing that. (laughs) So they say, I'm not doing that. I'm not worshiping your gods or your nine foot, 90 feet statue. I'm not doing that. And three young men stood their ground and honored God. But look, and then they honored the king with their mouth at the same time. Let's go to Daniel 3 and 13. Then, because you know, they got mad. You know, he got mad. Nebuchadnezzar got mad. He said, okay, so it says, then in a fit of rage and anger, Nebuchadnezzar summoned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Immediately, they were brought to the king. So Nebuchadnezzar, trying to be gracious, I guess, asked them, hey, y'all, is it that is it true that you don't honor my gods or worship the gold statue that I set up? When you hear the sound of this ram, the horns, the flutes, the lyres, the harps, all these string instruments, the harps, playing at the same time with all other kinds of instruments, will you bow down and worship the gold statue I made? If you don't worship it, you will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. Now, this is pretty tight, y'all. Okay. What God, listen to this question. What God can save you from my power then? Ooh, right. hmm So they said, because this is how they honored him. They said, uh, King Nebuchadnezzar, we, this is the first thing they said, and I hope they didn't say it like I'm getting ready to say it. We don't need to answer your last question. I'm sure they didn't say it like that. I'm sure they didn't say it like that. But I'd be like, what? Please. I don't even have to, I don't even have to respond to that. Because the question he asked him, the last question said, He they he had the nerve to ask him, what God can save you from my power? They was like, we don't have to answer that. He said, But if our God, whom we honor, can save us from a blazing furnace and from your power, he will. But then they said, Your majesty. Right. You see what I'm saying? They gave him a little honor. They said, oh, your majesty, because they know, they know who he is. But if he doesn't, you should know your majesty will never honor your gods or worship the gold statue that you set up. Now, I'm sure they didn't say it like that. All right. But that's what they was like. They was like, we ain't doing that. We are not doing that. They honored The king with their words by addressing him as your majesty, but they honored God in the highest of their words, their deeds, and their actions. And so I'm saying to you, we do honor authority. We do. We do honor the authority in the land. We do. Until it go against the word of God. Do you hear me? Oh, we got the the buck stops there. When it go against the word of God, the buck stops there. You know what? I'm not bowing down to your God or your huge gold statue. Because even if he don't deliver me, you will never get me to do that. Okay, well, they threw him in. Let's go back to the story. So they threw them in. They told him he was so, oh, but he was so mad. He was in a fit of rage. He was so mad that he told him, turn the furnace up. Turn it up. i was like, okay. He turned it up. Some of his guys died in the process. And so he's sitting there, and then he looked. He said, wait, I know we tied, we, t- we, we turned it up, we bound them together. They're tied up, y'all. We bound them together, and then we threw them in. We just did three, right? It was just three guys, right? Okay, let's pick up in 25. The king replied, but look, I see four men. Look, they're untied, walking in the middle of the fight." Look, they're walking in the middle of the fire, like this, like, oh, okay, right, okay, and it's four of them. The fourth one, he says, looks like the son of the gods. I would like to interject something right here, that no. He did not look like a son of the gods because he looks like the son of the true and living God that delivers us from all of our fears. I, I was like, You don't know, like no, no son of no God? I hear the song. I don't know if y'all know the song. There's this song that said, There's another in the fire standing next to me. I said, Yes, they had another. In the fire. And this is how you need to look at the next fiery furnace that comes your way. The next situation that comes, that look like it's, it's going to take you out of here, that look like it's going to burn you up. Dis- no, you got somebody in the fire. It's for y'all. You got your, you got, look, you got your crew, remember? You got your crew. That situation will dissipate. You better know that you are not in the fire by yourself. And did you notice that they at first they was bound? When he threw them in there, they were bound. That's how your situation, don't our situation do that? It make us bound. We all tied up, can't do, whoo. But when he in the fire with you, all that is loosed. You are loosed. You are loosed. And that situation changes as soon as that fourth man, Jesus, shows up. He loosed them and they were free while they was walking around in the fire. Amen. Amen. So then Nebuchadnezzar, because you know now he's astonished, as he should be, went to the door of the furnace and said, Called all of them, Sherech, Meshach, Abednego, come out, come, come, come here. Look, then he says, Servants of the Most High God. <laughs> Not a king is giving honor to God, right? Not a king. No, he's like, Oh no, this is for real right here. Sherech, Meshach, and Abednego, this is 26. I'm sorry, y'all. Thank you. Sherech, Meshach, and Abednego came out the fire. All the king's advisors, all them dudes, they saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies. Their hair on their heads wasn't singed, right? Their clothes weren't burned, and they didn't even smell like smoke. What? That's how you come out the fire with Jesus. Don't even smell like smoke. He said, look, this is Nebuchadnezzar talking. Praise the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. This is how you teach somebody how to honor your God. Praise the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He sent his angels and saved his servants who trusted him. They disobeyed the king. I told y'all, authority until they come against your God. He disobeyed the king and risked their life, even if it comes to risking your own life. Because who are you going with? It's going to, ooh, y'all, it's later than you think, y'all. It's going to come a day. It's going to come a day that you're going to have to choose who you want to be with. Do y'all hear me? It's going to come a day. Woo, even if you got to risk their lives. So they would not have to honor or worship any God except their own God. So look, so then look what the look what the king did. Would it be great if, if, anyway, look what the king did. So I ordered the people from every province, every nation, Or language who say anything slanderous about the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Ben and look, they're going to be torn limb from limb. Look, then their houses are going to be burned and turned into piles of rebels because no other God can rescue like this. No other God can rescue you like this. No other God. No other God. Look, and then the king promoted them. How about that? <laughs> they clearly disobeyed him. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, I want them on my team. I'm going to promote them. This is what Anna looks like in word and deed and how you are the benefactor. Not only are you rescued, you are, you're not burned up. Look, you don't look like what you've been through. I don't look like what I've been through. And I tell you, I ain't heard half the story. I done been through some stuff but I don't look like what I've been through. There is no residue from that situation. I don't even smell like it. I don't even smell like it. There's no residue from that situation. Honoring God with your mouth, word, actions, deed, look, it can save your life and the other people's lives around you. It didn't just save one of their lives. All three of their lives were saved. Honoring God can produce a miracle in your life. Look, that will get you promoted. I just heard on yesterday that honor is a shortcut to increase. Do you hear me what I say? Y'all better learn how to do this thing. I hope y'all hear me. It said again in Colossians, let every activity of your lives and every word that comes from your lips be drenched with the beauty of our Lord Jesus, the anointed one. And bring your constant praise, not some of your praise, not every other day praise, but your constant praise. Not only when I come to church on Sunday praise or when I'm online on Wednesday praise. Not, not, no, your constant praise to God the Father because of what Christ has done for you. Amen. Again, I said my objective on today is to solidify for the believer how to honor wholeheartedly so that it will become a lifestyle. I want y'all to to pray this prayer with me, and we're going to do one more, and I'm going to let you go. Our Father in heaven, holy is your name. We pray that our every step, our every word, our every action, our every thought, and our every breath give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your every step, your every word, your every action, your every thought, your every breath. It can be done. It can be done. It can be done. Last, we're gonna honor God in our worship. And y'all practically did the whole thing this morning. The, the pray, Can we get a praise team a hand? Clap of praise. <laughs> they ushered us into the prayer because the presence is here. They just ushered us right into the throne room right into the throne room. And when they did, they literally preached the last part of my message, worship. And I got this from um, Pastor AJ on Friday when he was doing um, Coffee and Conversation. He went to Romans 12 and 1, and I'm doing it in the um, the Good News Translation. No, I'm doing it in Passion. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm doing the Passion Translation first. It said, beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies to us? What should be that? Beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? Just look, and then he answered the question. (laughs) To surrender yourself to God, to be his sacred living sacrifices and live in holiness, experiencing all that delights his heart. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. Your genuine expression of worship. This is the The one that says, I beseech you, therefore, brother, the mercy of God. You know, this is your reasonable service. That's that scripture. And Pastor said it on the other day. When he said it, it hit me. I was like, oh, yeah, I got to, holy spirit, we got to work with that. Because that is what worship is. We are submitting our entire lives. We're surrendering our entire lives to you. So because of his marvelous mercies that are new every morning. Did I say every morning? Because every morning we wake up on this side, it is a new mercy. And they're too great to number. They're too great to number. Our bodies are entirely, excuse me, our body entirely should be presented and offered to God. Look, as a daily living sacrifice, surrendered, we saw it all, bowed down before him at his throne, bowed down, kneeling at his feet. We saw it this morning, y'all. It was just so, it was just, it was my message. I was like, it is so great. We could just lay right there with complete dedication, wanting to please him and him only. Nothing about us, nothing about us, just wanting to please him and him only. That is worship, with prayer, that this body, this body that's made from dust, we are from dust, that this body is acceptable to him, which is our true, genuine expression of honor and genuine expression of worship, which God says, look, it's your reasonable service anyway. It's your reasonable service. He gave, Pastor AJ gave us homework um, in September to read Revelations, and I'm closing with this. Chapter 4, and I'm going to paraphrase it so it's not up here, and this is what John saw in a vision. And this is what worship of y'all. When we leave this earth and obtain our heavenly bodies and be before the throne day and night. This is so good. John saw 24 elders, leaders, and these are earthly leaders. These are 24 people who were here, and they're elders, and he see them on the throne, and, they're, and bow, they're bowing their heads to the ground before the one on the great white throne. Suddenly, these elders, they took their crowns off, because these are, are real leaders here, and they had crowns of their own, their accomplishment. They took their crowns off, and they threw them before the throne. And they started erupting in song, singing, you are worthy, oh God, to receive glory, to receive honor, to receive power. You are worthy. The expression of the worshipers in heaven are extreme, as they should be. There is constant action of honor and deep respect to the one who sits on the throne. Not only do the 24 elders fall upon the ground in humble reverence, but they also hurl their crowns at the foot. Those crowns that represent trophies and accomplishments and victories and degrees and pedigrees and all your successes. You come by no merit of your own. Because it's not about you when you are worshiping and we are bestowing honor. You come acknowledging Jesus as the supreme king of kings, of all kings. We simply lay it down, all of it, in total submission to the ruler of heaven and to the ruler of earth. The act of honor continues endlessly in eternity. That's why you got to get it here. That's why you got to understand how to honor here, because it's a continuous act in eternity. Having the attitude of honor causes our genuine expression of worship to be filled with wonder and awe, my God. When we honor and worship by putting the Holy One and His only Son that paid the price, glory to God, at the center of our lives, then and only then will worship cause astonishment and amazement and honor will become your lifestyle. That's when it happens. We are to honor him in word, deed, and in worship and in our actions. And when we do that, when we give it all to him, to the only true and living God, that's when you'll have the astonishment and amazement and honor will be exactly what you want to do. Look, as it said in 1 Peter, to everybody to everybody. Pray this with me. Heavenly Father, I want to lay down my life and my accomplishments at your feet in worship. Continue to reveal to me the magnitude of your majesty and wonder. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a hand, clap of praise. Hallelujah!
0: Thank you so much for listening today. If this message encourages you, imagine what it could do for someone else. Here at KL, we believe in reaching the one, and you can partner with us in that endeavor by sharing this podcast with someone else. If the Holy Spirit has convicted you or inspired you to join or reach out to us through today's message, please email us at kingdomlifechurchva at gmail.com. If you would like to give towards this ministry or find out more information, check out our website, which is KingdomLifeVA.com and follow us on Facebook at Kingdom Life Chesterfield VA and Instagram at Kingdom Life VA. Don't forget to subscribe so you can hear more messages just like this. There's no life by Kingdom Life.